Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delicious. Today is Monday, March 6th. And it occurs to me, well, it looks pretty windy outside. I was thinking maybe I could have been sitting outside, but I think it's a bit, bit breezy, the wind sculptures spinning around. But um, I did get out in the garden this weekend and started doing some cleanup. It was very nice. Feel the sun on my skin. See the uh, the plants coming up. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also thinking about that the three rose bushes I found that had had their roots gnawed off by vermin. Uh, if you are new to first cup of coffee, uh, part of the brand here is me complaining about the local wildlife predating upon my garden. I was thinking about that great scene in um, Wimbledon when you know the his mother, uh, Paul Bettany's mother, is so upset about the rabbits and the the father. They've been estranged. They've been fighting, and the father proves his love by. Uh, he kills the rabbit and has it <laughs> roasting over the spit. It's not that bad here. Um, I, I'm too much of a softy to want to kill the gophers, um, but I do have the urge to kill. Three. Three of them just came right up because they, yeah. So I replanted them, and I will, I'm going to put a little bit of rooting hormone on there and some water and see if that, uh, they, it's possible they'll reroot because the bushes are still alive. I'm sure it was a tasty smack. Ah, alas. All right. Uh, talking about actual writing things, which is supposed to be the brand here at First Cup of Coffee and um, only occasionally is. Uh, I am very pleased with my progress on improving my productivity. Uh, I did... I did a lot better on Friday. Um, I hit my interim goal. I didn't hit 4,000 words, which is what I'm trying to do now, 4,000 words a day. But I did write um, over the course of seven hours. I did four and a half hours worth of sprints, which wasn't too bad considering that I had a couple of um, other things that I had to stop and do. One of my things is, I really love to get my writing done before I kick into anything else for the day. And that's one of the ways that I sort of keep my head in the book and keep my head in um, focusing. Uh, the words come a lot faster if I can make that happen. Words definitely come faster if I get them earlier in the day, uh, which is why, you know, like for SIFWA stuff and other meetings, I always tell people I'm available after about one or two mountain time. And I really try not to have meetings before that. Uh, doesn't always work out that way. But one of the things that um, a friend of mine pointed out to me, because I was having them look at my, my graphs. Uh, I, it's my friend Alex, who's like the financial wizard person. And, and one thing he's really good at is, and he talks about it sometimes on his financial podcasts. Uh, don't ask me why I've watched his financial podcast. Uh, 
I'm, I'm oddly intrigued by this realm of knowledge that I like know absolutely nothing about. Uh, so every once in a while, if he like posts that he's like been on some podcast, I'll listen for a few minutes. But anyway, one of the things that he's good at, oh, I have a kitty crying. Hang on. False alarm. So one of the things that he's good at, at, and he talks about why he's a good hedge fund manager, is because he's good at remembering trends and he's good at looking at trends. So I asked him to look at some of my data, some of my graphs on, uh, because I chart, you know, like what time I start and what word count I get. And so I do have this graph uh, that I could share with you all, but that does appear to show, I put my trend line on there, everything that appears to show that the earlier I start in the day, the higher my average word count and that it declines depending on my increasing start time. So I asked him to look at it and said, so is this, um, because <laughs> I am not a math genius. I said, is this a real trend <laughs> or not? And uh, basically the answer was no, Jeffy, it's not a real trend. And he said, what he, what he explained is that there's too many variables. And he said, because if you start later in the day, how much more likely is it that you'll be interrupted by other things? And I was like, ha, it's like, you know me. Um, so one of the takeaways, uh, we talked about this like at the beginning of the year, because I was doing my analysis of the previous year and how can I improve my productivity for the coming year? And one of the things that I've been thinking about with that is that I do have a strong idea that I've suggested to myself over time that if I'm interrupted, if I don't get my words done early in the day, then I'm done for the day. And I've even said this aloud. And I'm starting to think maybe this is not true and it's limiting myself because another graph that I have that I did not ask Alex to look at, so he hasn't poked holes in it yet, uh, is that I have, um, I, I keep track of my break times. And I try to keep my breaks between my hour long writing sprints to 20 minutes, but it seems like around the 40 minute mark, 40 minutes to an hour between, I actually, my, my word average word count is higher when I do that. Um, and as an aside, if you haven't been listening to the podcast for a long time, this is one reason why I really encourage writers to track their, um, Oh, I'm getting distracted. Hold on. Okay. Sorry about that. I saw a flaw in my graph. And so I felt like I had to um, fix it <laughs> at any rate. Um, that is one of the reasons why I really encourage writers to track their metrics, uh, to be curious about what you do and to become familiar with your own process. Study yourself, figure out when are you most productive? What does work for you? Um, totally your call whether or not you ask your math genius friends to poke holes in your data. Uh, I do feel like what's most important is that we study ourselves and learn so that we can bring our own creativity along. So anyway, um, so that was what I did on Friday was I started allowing myself to take longer breaks and which is why it was a longer span of time and I even, you know, like 
laid down and rested my eyes for a while because I was feeling tired. I'm not typically a napper and then came back and it, and it was effective. Uh, the other thing I did is, uh, over the weekend is I did do a thousand words on Saturday and a thousand words on Sunday. I just did it early, kicked it out of the way on both days. It took me a little bit longer than an hour to do both. Um, I find that my first hour tends to be one of my lowest hours. Um, on Saturday, I got 640 words in the first hour. And on Sunday, I got 831 in the first hour. Uh, but then it was very easy for me to pick those up. In both cases, it was like, yeah, uh, an hour and 16 minutes and an hour and 19 minutes of actual writing. So um, I'm going to try to do that for a while. I used to do that when I had the day job. I would write on the weekends too because <laughs> I needed to because I didn't have the luxury of full time and I think it actually does help me um, I'm a big fan of writing every day at approximately the same time every day I know that there's been a lot of pushback against that recently uh, people dealing with um, chronic disease uh, emotional issues that sort of thing there's some really smart stuff that's been set out there about uh, ways that you can adapt if if you are not someone for whom this works um, Sarah Gailey had a great uh, post about it uh, but again Sarah uh, observed themselves and was curious and did this thing of saying okay what does work for me and that's what's really important I think so um, for me when I was a newbie writer, I, um, and you know, had my career type job and trying to figure out how to actually get the writing done as opposed to just talking about it or doing it in a scattered way. One of my writers, uh, writing teachers told me that there was a dilettantish quality to my writing, which kind of stung and obviously it stuck with me. Right. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I was casting about for ways to, to get the work done, to not be a dilettante, fucking dilettante. <laughs> um, and I had gotten that advice over and over again from various people, um, various writers, right? Every day at the same time, every day. And I not only didn't want to, I felt like I could not because my life was so full. I was it was a busy, busy time in my life. And I was like, there is no time that is the same every day, except for super early in the morning. And that's what I ended up doing. Um, I ended up getting up at 4.35, I can't remember exactly, and writing for a couple of hours before I went to work in the morning. And, uh, and <laughs> reader, I was not a morning person. I really had to train myself to get up and do that. And I remember uh, David helped me. We had this um, 1926 house in Laramie, Wyoming, and there was the, uh, it had been a, a coal furnace that had been converted to gas, but the room next to it was a small room that had been the actual coal bin. And we, he helped me renovate it, um, or I helped him renovate it. Uh, digging out all that coal dust. Oh, 
Oh, that was really something. Like blowing black snot for a week. Sorry if that's TMI. But yeah, um, we got it cleaned out, drywalled it, carpeted, um, ran a little heating duct in there, and that was my little office. And I would go in there and sit and eat my oatmeal and write for two hours every morning. And the stuff I wrote then was seriously psychedelic uh, because I was, you know, not getting to bed before 10 or 11 too. You know, we had the kids and all of these things. Anyway, uh, but it worked. That was, that's the thing. And that's the reason why I stand by it. Cause it worked for me. Uh, it absolutely began clearing out those pipes and helped me build that writing habit, created that framework for creativity to flow into. And when I went to writing full time, um, which was like fall of 2015. Now it's been a while. I, you know, sort of took writing as my job <laughs> because I didn't want to have to get another job. And I started writing just five days a week and not on the weekends. But now I'm feeling like in order to build myself back up again, because my productivity has declined over the years that writing, going back to the basics, right? This is kind of what we do. You know, like if you're doing marathon training, I'm trying to train myself to write more again, to uh, up my hourly word count, to up what I'm doing overall, uh, because my hourly word count has really declined over time. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure why. I think it's a, I think it's a focus thing. I think it's concentration. So anyway, I'm, I'm going back to the basics. I'm going back to those things that worked for me to initially build the habit and seeing if that will help me get back into place. So um, writing every day at the same time every day is a good start. The uh, other thing I noticed about writing over the weekend was I've been doing this podcast, right? On Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I do it first over my first cup of coffee, obviously get it posted right after. Um, and on Wednesdays, I do my blog post and I do that first and then get that posted and write afterwards. When I was writing this weekend, I noticed it was much smoother for me to just step right into writing. So, and I was talking with my friend Kelly Robson about it. Uh, great to have writer friends with whom you can discuss things like your productivity uh, besides the math ones that you hit up to poke holes in your data. But I asked, you know, I, I was telling Kelly about some of these observations, you know, and she said, maybe you don't have to do the podcast so often. So mom, I know you're going to be upset. I'm sorry. Uh, you're probably clutching your head in your hands right now. Uh, I'm going to back off the frequency of this podcast and do it on Mondays and Fridays. And sorry, but I do feel like I don't have quite enough to babble on about doing it every single morning. Um, if I back off to two days a week, I think I can sort of create more of a frame. Talk about on Mondays, what my goal is plan for the week. Um, and Fridays, how it went. And then uh, I'll cram in whatever other like industry gossip or things are going on as well. So um, 
so yeah, that's my plan is to try to get 4,000 words a day this week. Um, the, the book does feel like it's flowing better. I do feel like I have my head in it more. I've got more of a, of a sense of how it's going. Tomorrow is going to be an absurdly crazy day. So it'll be a good test. That's part of why I picked Tuesdays and Thursdays to be my days off from the podcast because they tend to be busy days um, for kind of no good reason. But tomorrow we are having a new hot hot water heater <laughs> installed. And, uh, and then also tomorrow night is the uh, announcement of the finalists for the Nebula Awards. We did a big rehearsal last night. Uh, it will be, it was fun. I think you all will really enjoy the show. Uh, people put a whole bunch of work into it. I'm just there to read my lines, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, it's going to be great, but it's kind of early tomorrow and it's going to, it's going to make for kind of a long day. So I'm really hoping today I really don't have much in the way of obligations. So I'm just sort of going to see if I can lay in the pattern tomorrow will be the challenge and uh, I don't know we'll see what happens on Wednesday I do have some things Wednesday afternoon but I might try doing the writing first and then post the blog post afterwards um, there's no reason why I can't do the blog post later in the day so I might start doing that so um so that's the the state here um oh a little bit of news i got exciting news on friday uh from kensington who published one of my very first uh stories master of the opera which is a contemporary retelling of phantom of the opera um erotic where the heroine chooses the correct love interest and uh, set at the Santa Fe Opera. It's a fun story, originally published as an e-serial, and they uh, emailed and said they're going to put a new cover on it, which is exciting because the old covers, let's say, were less than uh, delightful. I'm very happy they're going to recover it. So, um, oh, and then my other news, see, I, I made myself notes, uh, is that I finally passed a thousand YouTube subscribers. So thank you all. Thank you. Uh, it's great that I've passed a thousand subscribers. Um, you all are awesome because now I can monetize. So I have applied to be a partner and, um, that would be a nice little additional source of income since, uh, I'm buying a very expensive hot water heater. Actually, I'm not, I'm buying a like perfectly adequate hot water heater and yet it's still really expensive. So, um, is it a good time to note that if you want to, you can support the show by clicking the little heart button. Um, no obligation. <laughs> Help me pay for my hot water heater. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so bad about that. You know, other podcasts always have the, you can do this to support the show. Please click and subscribe. I never do that. Uh, so here's my, um, my flailing, <laughs> but I'm very excited to be able to monetize. 
So um, I hope you all have a fantastic week. I hope that, uh, that you find some ways to observe yourself and to put what you observe into action. Uh, as always, be gentle. Um, don't, don't use it as a way to flog yourself, right? Uh, because I can promise that does not produce uh, anything useful. And I will talk to you all again on Friday. You all take care. Bye-bye.